The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Good morning and welcome to Your Life, Your Money here with Kelvin the Money Guy. My name is Chris Preston and joined as always by the guy I just mentioned, Kelvin the Money Guy. Don't forget you can call him anytime at 416-457-7526. That's 416-457-PLAN. And you can visit his website, askkelvin.ca. Ask K-E-L-V-I-N.ca. And there's a really great tool there where you can book a quick meeting with Kelvin and you, you schedule a time and you set up a call with Calvin right there on the website. So if you've got some questions about your money life, about your finances, about anything that we're talking about here today, you've got a couple of different ways to reach Calvin. One of them, that phone number, 416-457-7526. But the best way, go to his website, askkelvin.ca, and you schedule the appointment, and you schedule the call, and then you can have a chat with Calvin in real time. Uh, and that's askkelvin.ca. Kelvin, how are you doing this week? Hey, Chris, good morning. Everything good? Everything's great. Yeah, good times. Uh, <laughs> good times in the, in the pandemic. It still you know, it feels more and more just sort of normal. Yeah. Uh, we, we've got obviously uh, different things happening that make us feel like we're able to do things more than we were able to if we are vaccinated mm-hmm. And that obviously creates problems for people who are not. And we're just sort of rolling through all of this and seeing how it goes. Election in the past now, which seemed to right. be the most dominant thing for a month. And uh, and now we're just moving forward. Well, yeah, I, I hear you. It's good to see things are kind of getting back to normal. The Leafs are practicing again. They're yeah. already making excuses if they don't yeah. win. Normal, normal things are happening again. So that's perfect. The... Yeah, that, <laughs> So Nothing to see better. here, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny. September is one of those months, eh, where we're back to school. Yeah, hockey starting, football starting, playoffs, and you know, baseball. Yeah, so a lot of good things are happening, and it's funny when we talk about the stock markets. You know, we started off in September, ups down, up down. Um, it's like whiplash, and historically, September is always a bad month in the stock markets. People really? think it's. A- yeah, because people think it's October because we remember the October crash back mm-hmm. in 1987. And it seems to stick in our head that October is one of the bad ones. But if you look back to this month, you see the markets are down maybe 2%. But overall, year to date, we're up 13.5%. So, you know, this shows about not only your money, but your life. But the part of the money part is stay invested. Look at your portfolio. Just plan your life like everything else. And, and everything works out well, right? And that's one of the things, obviously, you know, one of the things that we keep telling people, if you stay in, and I think that what you always say is time in the market rather than timing the market right. is the best strategy. You could be, you could see a, a big drop one day, think that everything's poised for a crash and you say, I got to get out of this thing. Mm-hmm. And then meantime, you're not there for the recovery because you've pulled everything out. Yeah, it seems every week to week, Monday to Friday, it's, it starts off bad, ends up good. We start the weekend again. And it's just one of those things. So you know what? Control things that you can control and don't worry about the stuff that you can't control. And that 
leads you know to the topic that we wanted to talk to today is uh you know financial planning tips for the sandwich generation it's a big thing it's a, it's a big thing Huge. that people find themselves in to be uh in the middle of this sandwich to find themselves <laughs> in the middle of this the sandwich generation yeah we're not talking uh pastrami on rye with <laughs> mustard we're talking about being in that sandwich generation and kelvin there's a lot of people who find themselves in sort of a, a period of time where they've got important financial decisions to make not only for themselves but for their parents and their children and mm. there's it, it, it's it's unique that so many people are in this position right now well in fact they say one in four canadians currently find themselves in that in that position you know um you know and what made it worse was the covid you know just mm-hmm. complicated matters even more i mean in the best days life could be hectic and overwhelming you know our jobs daily day-to-day aside our kids you know all kinds of things that we do so it's not surprising that uh, people aged 45 to 54 are struggling the most with this, right? Um, 30, with 30, 36% of, of Canadians are in the language generation, looking, like you said, looking after their parents, mm-hmm. kids, and themselves. And sometimes we get lost in this and we forget about ourselves sometimes. Yeah. And I think that a lot of people, obviously, you you said COVID made it worse. You've got kids who maybe would have been in a position where they'd be earning, but Mm -hmm. a lot of them probably lost their positions or had them clawed back because they're working in more precarious fields through the pandemic. So the lockdowns really affected them. Then you've got Mm -hmm. elderly parents. Maybe they're in a home. Maybe they're not. Maybe you've pulled them out of a home to bring them into your own home to make sure that they've got uh, care or you brought them into your home because you know you don't want to send someone in there right. better to keep them part of your bubble and keep them safe yeah. so there's a lot of all of a sudden bigger households and even if they're not under the same roof there's still that care that you're taking of the elderly parents even if they're not even if they can they're they're self-sufficient they're doing right. fine but you've got to think about them with every decision that you make Mm-hmm. I mean, it, and it could be overwhelming, you know, to manage all these like two households and mm-hmm. whatever you, you have to do. So a lot of financial, um, emotional pressures are, are on you. Um, but the good news is with a little financial planning, you can make the transition into your new phase of your life a little easier and a lot less painful without putting your own retirement plans at risk. And there's a few things like everything else, a few rules to follow. Some you will follow to T, some you won't. But generally, if you kind of follow 80% of these rules, you, you'll, you'll be fine, you know. So like I say, 30%, 36% of Canadians find themselves in this language generation. But many times we manage through things and, you know, we get emotional about a lot of things. But like I say, as long as we have a sound plan, we'll weather the storm and we'll be, and we'll be good, right? Yeah. And obviously, that's why we do these shows so that we can present these rules, these tips for people who are navigating these issues. And I think, Kelvin, you do a great job of identifying issues that are really important to our listeners. So if you're out there and you're listening to us right now, keep stay tuned this hour because there's a lot of really important information that maybe you're in this uh, position right now. You find yourself in the sandwich or maybe you're not quite there yet. 
mm-hmm. you're going to be there soon. And you haven't really given it very much thought. You know, everyone is going to be in a position where if even someone my age in my mid thirties, right. right now, I don't have to take care of my parents. They're still working, but down the road, these are things that you're going to want to keep in mind. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, many times these topics that we talk about every Sunday is really derived from clients. Like I see what struggles they go through. Like they come and see me after the show. Um, and I see the struggles that they go through and some of the things that I try and help them out with. And then I keep thinking to myself, there has to be other people out there that have the same type of um, issues, maybe thinking, you know, they, to talk to a financial advisor is going to cost them a lot of money and, and so on. And that's not the case, you know. And I think that's where a financial advisor really comes in handy. There's many of us out there, so you don't have to you don't have to deal with me, but, but reach out to your to your advisor and let them help you, you know, go through some of these things in order to so that you don't face all these pressure and financial stuff on your own, that they have somebody to talk it out to, right? So one of the things I've found is, you know, organize and update your financial records, right? Uh, the first first things first, try not to worry about things, like I said, that you can't control. Just plan, just have a good sound plan for yourself. Most likely you're managing a huge list of, list of things to do, um, you know, all kinds of stuff um, that's overwhelming. So make a list of financial priorities that will also help you prepare in cases of an emergency or, some, or something urgent that comes up. At least you have the the funds there. Remember the analogy that they say, um, I mean, we haven't been in an airplane for two years. (laughs) But remember when they used to do all that stuff and tell you when the oxygen mask falls, what should you do? You got to put on yours before you help someone with theirs. And that's why planning is very crucial. So, you know, because you have your hands full every day with daily routine, it's a good idea to create efficiencies um, that will give you a little bit of breathing room as things go on. So have a little plan for yourself, you know, ask yourself certain questions. Like, you know, am I, am I emergency? Do I have enough emergency money or things to last me for six months if a crisis arises? Because it seems like three or six months seems to be the, uh, you know, the, the lack in, in what, we, what we don't have. So, so look at those things. So be prepared for the unexpected, especially with, with uh, parents, you know, and kids actually. <laughs> you know what happens, right? Young people so, in cars can always be an issue. So, that, <laughs> so, so a plan yeah. for that might be good. And retirement. I mean, don't, you know, don't give up your own, don't let your, um, your the burdens derail your savings for retirement continue to make contributions as you know as you planned um you know even take some time and run basic retirement calculations and if you don't have time for all of those things you know like i say talk to your advisor because that's what we're there for to help you get ready for things that may not happen but things that may happen in the future and then we kind of get you into the you know look at your income and cash flow you know, do you have a handle on your monthly income and general expenses? Sometimes it really surprises me when people come to see me and I tell them, you know, tell me where do you spend your money? And many people don't know. Yeah. 
<laughs> Honestly, I, I I could tell you, I'm probably one of those people who I can pinpoint it. Well, I, I spend money on food. Mm-hmm. I spend money on uh, on those bills that come in. Um, obviously, I'm buying toilet paper. I don't know what. <laughs> I'm not sure where it all goes. Somewhere worth that toilet paper, I think. Mm-hmm. And and you know, your income is dictated. Your your lifestyle is actually dictated by your income. Mm-hmm. The more we make, the more we spend. I have I have clients, and I will tell you that make not not a lot of money. But they live a great life and they have money in the bank. And I have also clients that make a ton of money, but have no money. Uh When I see all these things, it gets me to thinking, set aside a little bit of your money, you know, 5%, 10%, whatever it may be, and move on and live your life and live within your means. Don't live on your wants, you know. Um, live within your means and, you, and you'll be fine. Another thing that I, that I find what we have to in the sandwich generation prepare for is future expenses. So what kind of expenses do you have on the horizon? You know, do you have kids going to university, college? Uh, you know, do, are you going to renovate your house? Um, you know, if a parent ought to move in or something. You know, and the cost of living increases. And we never had to put up with this till now. Inflation, you know, is up about 2.5, maybe 3%, I, I think they said last last time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, look at look at the price of gas. Yeah. And food and everything has gone up. So it seems like we're just stuck in this, everything going up with our salaries, right? Exactly. And when we come back, we'll continue talking about some of these tips for the sandwich generation. You find yourself in that position. Maybe you can see it coming up on the horizon. There's a sandwich in your future and you may be in the middle of it. Uh, That's all coming up here on Your Life, Your Money with Calvin, the money guy. Don't forget, you can book an appointment to chat with Calvin at askkelvin.ca. That's ask, K-E-L-V-I-N dot C-A. More on the sandwich generation on your life, your money here on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And welcome back to Your Life, Your Money here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. I am Chris Preston, joined as always by Kelvin, the money guy. Don't forget, you can visit his website, askkelvin.ca. That's ask, K-E-L-V-I-N.ca. And on that website, you can book an appointment with Kelvin askkelvin.ca is the website. He is one of the top financial advisors in the country. So you can talk to your guy, you can talk to uh, another guy, or you could talk to some lady, or you could talk to one of the top financial advisors in the country, always worth getting a second opinion. Or if you've been going it alone, Calvin's a great guy to talk to. Listen to him. Listen to the rest of the show here and tell me he's not a great guy to talk to. Askkelvin.ca is the website. That's ask K E L B I N dot C A. And Kelvin, we've been talking about the sandwich generation. It's a position that a lot of our listeners find themselves mm-hmm. in right now. And if you're out there and you find yourself in this position, here are some great points that we're going to be uh, giving you through the hour to talk about things that maybe you haven't thought of, maybe you're overwhelmed, and this is always a great place to start. I find whenever I'm overwhelmed with anything, the best place to start is the start. So one of the the way that we started off the show was we were talking about the first point and the first tip that Kelvin gave to people who are 
preparing to be in the sandwich generation or, or preparing to be in a sandwich position with their kids that they're taking care of and also their parents that they have to take care of as well. That first point was organize and update your financial records. And it's a huge deal. A lot of people mm-hmm. kind of have an idea of what their finances are, but just to have them organized and to put pen to paper, see what you actually have makes a lot of sense and makes things a lot more easier to manage. Maybe you find I don't have as much as I had. Maybe you find you had more than you thought. Either way, the knowledge will empower you to move forward to the next step. Yeah. And, and like I say, one of the things was uh, future expenses, tuition, mm-hmm. you know, um, things that you don't see. So the bottom line, it's important to continue saving. And it's, and if possible, res- resist the urge to, you know, get rid of your own retirement nest egg, support others. One, one of the things I've got to tell you is that over the last six months, what I've found is clients have been calling me um, because they've been talking to their mom and dad about, you know, selling their house. Should we sell our house? What should right. we do? Will I have enough income? Things like that. So, you know, house prices have gone crazy. And um, as you know, mm-hmm. and some people are thinking, geez, do we cash out? Do we sell? And it's a really emotional decision to make. And I think, like I said, before you do anything, get a, a retirement calculation calculator or figure out the pros and cons, you know, like write down on a blank piece of paper. If I sell, what happens? If I don't sell, what happens? And and move on from there. Don't just make an emotional decision. Man, I got to sell my mom and dad's house or maybe I'll rent it out. You know, a lot of things are going through people's minds uh, right now. And I think it's very important they find an outsider to discuss those things with, to give you, you know, um, like an unbiased opinion on what you should do because it's a big changing it's another milestone in your life, you know, uh, selling your house or your parents' house or whatever. There's a lot of things attached to that. Well, it's a big thing, right? Obviously, there's a lot of emotion tied up in that. And if you've ever helped your parent move, you know what it's like or helped a grandparent move. There's, you know, decades worth of stuff and memories and things there that, yeah. you know, yeah. you, you've got you've to gotta dig through. You've got to catalog. You've got to decide. You know, it's not just the house. It's the stuff. It's so much that you've got to think about. And all of that has, you know, varying values. Some of it has financial value. Some of it has none. Some of it has emotional value and some of it has emotional value you'd rather not dig up. So that's all stuff that uh, probably gets in the way when you're trying to make these decisions. And, and, and that leads me to the second step, you know, you know, you really need to understand your parents' financials. Mm-hmm. You know, our parents are secretive, right? They don't tell us what they have. They don't uh, tell us anything. Yeah. I have a buddy of mine whose uh, parents passed away, man, maybe, I don't know, six years ago now. And he was telling me, Calvin, when I was cleaning up the house, man, I found money in the, like, unbelievable <laughs> places. <laughs> like thousands of dollars. <laughs> Under the mattress, sewed into the curtains, that kind of thing. People uh, do strange things. Yeah. And and it's really funny. And, and we never have those conversations with our parents because it's uncomfortable, mm-hmm. right? Um, you know, so it's a lesson that we need to learn about. Do our parents have financial hardships? Because sometimes they won't, sometimes they won't tell us. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, um, they were the parents. They, they're supposed to be in charge and if they don't want to let their kids know that they've got a chip in the armor or some weak spot where they can't take care of themselves right so so i think you have to look after your financial problems first 
and then have that conversation with your parents about you know and it's challenge it's going to be a challenge to have that conversation they're not going to tell you things mm-hmm. like you said they're the parent you're the kid and no matter how old you get to your parents will always be your parents so you need to understand i think you need to understand uh where they are financially um, and I think we need to understand, you know, if they get into a senior's home or we have to redo our house to accommodate them, what do we have? What do we, what do we, what do we got to do? You know, so it goes out saying that seniors can have some tricky financial situations. So make sure you have a good handle on things to avoid any surprises that may happen. So one thing is income. Mm-hmm. Find out exactly how much money um, they have coming in every month from, you know, their pensions or CPP, their old age work, whatever they have, all their sources of income, as well as their retirement savings. Do they have RSPs? What if my, what if my mom and dad passes away? How is, you know, what are the tax liabilities for me as a, as a beneficiary or a kid, right? What do I, what happens to me? You know, look at the, look at their monthly expenses, you know, make a list of all their expenses, you know, and one big one is healthcare, right? Mm. You know, look at their bill payments, you know, cost of living, insurance, medication. So you really need to take a toll of all those things. And, and it's not stuff that that's scary or overwhelming. You just need to make a list of these things that your parents have. And many times, you know, our parents have great, they went through a whole bunch of things in their lives and, they, and they've, they've really had a good way of writing things down. Yeah. What they have. And they're very good at that. So maybe it's just a continuance of that for us as kids and move and, I, on. and it depends on the generation but i think a lot of uh people will find that their parents are really good at record keeping because you had to keep your own records mm-hmm. right it wasn't something that the bank was doing <laughs> for you or anything yeah. i my wife used to work as a bank teller the seniors were coming in to get their bank books updated no one and no one in my generation has even touched a bank book, right? Like the, the app tells me where my bills are uh, got paid. The app tells me when I uh, when I put the money into the bank. That's all I've got is the bank telling it to me. I haven't taken the time to actually fill out my own documents and document that history. Now, some people will might also find that their parents were creative with their Mm. accounting as well. But it's better to know these things than to be in the dark on it. Yeah, it's it's funny, you know, uh, the other day I had to write a check. I've never written a check out in man, I don't know how long because my wife does it all right. So but I have to write a check and I'm thinking, oh my God, you don't know what to put on there. It's really weird. And we grew up with the generation of writing checks, right? Yeah. But it's funny, if you don't do it for quite a while, it's like, oh, my God, I don't know how to do this. <laughs> so it's all these things that, you know, common sense and, and everyday things that's really going to lead us into uh, where we want to get to and really take care of our parents and, and things like that. Right. So, there's, like I say, the third thing I found is, you know, encourage adult children to contribute, which is a real tough one, because I can tell you with my kids right what happens <laughs> and uh, it so it's, for this one it's it's hard for me to talk about in the sense which you know sometimes they you know they you spoil your kids <laughs> right yeah well that's <laughs> it right yeah. like, how yeah, many kids go from having <laughs> allowance to getting a job but then the, the money never comes back in right the, the right. that's fun money when they end up getting that paper route or that uh, part-time job at the mall or whatever it happens to be. And it's not necessarily money that's going to contribute to the household. 
Yeah, I remember growing up, I had a job in a restaurant cleaning tables, right? So I'd get mm. paid every two weeks, whatever. And I would sign the back of the check and leave it in the kitchen for my dad. Wow. <laughs> because that's how we grew up like that, right? And then they would give us money if we needed for anything. But mm-hmm. uh, it's funny when I look, when I was doing this research about this, I got back thinking about, about me, about, you know, when people of my age group grew up. So, so it's really important, I think, for us to maybe get back to something like that and help and let our adult kids maybe help contribute to things, you know, um, towards, towards the household. And, you know, if they're planning to go to college or university, you could encourage them to apply for scholarships, loans, grants. There's a whole bunch of things out there um, that the government gives us that we don't know. And, And I think because of this pandemic, there might be more money given out to kids to go to school or do whatever they, they need to do. So I think we need to, to research a lot of those things and find out, um, you know, what's out there for me, what can I get from my kids to help them better their future, you know? You know, we were talking about how our parents might try and shelter us from financial truths and stuff like that. But as parents, you wind up trying to protect your children and trying to do as much for them as possible. So you pay their phone bill, you pay their car insurance and these things like this. When you know what when you've got three generations under the same roof or three generations finance Mm -hmm. is being managed by that person in the middle of the sandwich. Right. You find yourself in a position where, where you know what? If the kid is earning, then maybe they need to contribute a little bit. I know my mom said to me, if you want all these channels on the TV, which you know, <laughs> puts us in, in time. To, now kids don't even want a TV. They don't watch the TV. <laughs> right. But yeah. if you want all these channels, it was you've got to pay the cable bill. You want to have the fast Internet. You've got to pay the Internet bill. And that's what, so on top of car insurance, mm. cell phone. These are things that are attributable to the the child that you can say listen this is a household expense if you're the one using it you can take it off of my shoulders a little bit here and contribute to the household and i felt good about it maybe i felt too good about it like i felt like look at me i'm the hero i must be saving the day i paid 50 bucks (laughs) right well and and that's why it's a good idea to get them involved in your in your own financial planning um so that they will you know understand the situation and maybe after the break we'll maybe get in in a little bit about that you're right (laughs) terrific awesome that's continuing here as we talk about the sandwich generation not the grilled cheese sandwich Mm, grilled (laughs) cheese sandwich (laughs) askkelvin.ca is the website where you can book an appointment to talk to kelvin and find out a lot more that's ask k-e-l-v-i-n dot ca stay tuned to your life your money right here on global news radio 640 toronto you are listening to a paid commercial program unless otherwise identified the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser the opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to Your Life, Your Money, right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. It's that show where we talk about your life and your money. It's the name of the show. AskKelvin.ca is the website. That's askkelvin.ca. You can book yourself an appointment to chat with Kelvin, the money guy, the guy that you're listening to right now as we talk about the sandwich generation. Not the Cuban sandwich. No, that that sandwich (laughs) is a little red uh, for my liking, at least. But uh, we're talking about the sandwich generation where you find yourself uh, taking care of your elderly parents and 
your younger children and how you're supposed to deal with that, the best tips, the best ways, the things that you need to check off of your boxes to make sure that you are in the right position to, you know, thrive and take care of your elderly parents, make sure that they've got the best retirement possible and take care of your children to make sure that they've got the best start possible. We talked about uh, making sure that you had sort of your own ducks in a row. We talked about understanding your parents' finances. And we talked about getting and encouraging your children, adult children, to contribute to the household in some way, just to get them involved, to help out when there's a lot of heavy lifting involved. Well, well, I find if you do that, what happens is you'll make them better prepared for their own financial trajectory and it'll help them set some some boundaries for themselves. You know, we haven't, most have no boundaries, right? When it comes to money, <laughs> oh, I'll buy this, I'll buy that, right? Yeah. So, so you know, what you want to do is have them is certain uh, set certain examples for like certain things that's going to happen. Like, I want to buy a car. You know, I'm going to mm-hmm. go to college or university, down payment for a home, a wedding. You know, so some things may not be um, realistic for them, although they think it is, right? So, if they understand their limitations, um, they'll have a more realistic view of their own future. And that'll actually project them into the future so that when they're their parents age or when they're, you know, if you're 25 or 30 today or whatever, when you're 60 years old, you'll be much prepared and, and better living, maybe financially better. I don't know. So the whole gist of these shows, Chris, when you and I do, it's all the, always about planning. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not planning for your future, like for 30 years from now, planning for maybe three to five years from now, maybe a year from now. So like I say, you're, if you're age between 45 to 55, you're that sandwich generation where you're caught in between parents, kids and you, which is not a bad thing if you manage it properly. Right. So one thing is, you know, maybe share financial responsibilities Life, you know, can seem very overwhelming and chaotic at first. You know that, right? So turning the tables and getting a hold of things might just make things easier than you think. When we're in a problem, financial or emotional or whatever, everything seems to be cluttered, right? And we can't really see outside the box. And that's where a financial advisor really comes into play um, to help you juggle all those things so that you can have a clear vision of, of where you want to be and with your money and everything else, right? And that's, you know, you bring up, you know, sharing financial responsibilities and it sort of plays into a little bit of what we were talking about last segment too. I had a friend, Kelvin, who had, his, his parents did okay. They had money, they had savings, but they mm-hmm. made him pay for his university education. And when he graduated, his gift was they paid him back. So he had to you know, get it in his head. He had to work a part-time job on top of his studies, but his dad wanted to teach him that responsibility that, uh, that goes along with, you know, not just paying tuition, mm. but taking care of it yourself, having right. that personal pride to say, well, I'm able to put myself through it, but then having n- never telling him that there was a light at the end of the tunnel and there was a reward. And that mm. reward was actually getting that money back. And that was all of a sudden a, a weight lifted off of his shoulders. Because right. How am I going to pay for all this? I've got these <laughs> loans. What am I going to do? I've got to get started. And then having that relief. So that so I think that a lot of parents, especially if you are 
more well off, you want to take care of everything for your kids. But there's a strategy there where mm -hmm. you can take care of them, but you can also make sure they're not spoiled. Right. And, and one of the things like when I share, share financial responsibility, you know, explore the possibility of sharing, you know, caregiving and financial planning responsibilities with your siblings or other members of the of the family if possible you know set limitations it's a tough thing to ask brothers and sisters to help out your mom and dad because sometimes there's always someone that's favorite i don't know what happens <laughs> but uh you know so try and set limits you know it can help release some of the uncertainty about your financial role and encourage others to pitch in when when needed you know, I have got clients of mine, and it's funny how I'm seeing a lot of commonalities now with things. And most of these clients' parents are in their 80s. And what I find is one or two of the siblings look after the mom and dad or whoever's left, right? And then many times when something may happen, when the last parents die, then all the other kids come looking for money. Hmm. Meanwhile, they had they didn't do anything when the parents was alive. So it's it's lots of common things, and it's a really tough conversation to have, you know, with your with your brothers and sisters and so on. And and I think, uh, like I always say, financial planning, like financial planners, go beyond the stock markets going up and down. Like I said at the beginning of the show, the markets in September, you know, went up and down. It did like a minus two percent overall. We're up thirteen percent. So the markets, we don't really need to have those big conversations anymore. I think what we need as financial advisors is to have these type of conversations with our clients about, you know, about their parents and themselves and things like that. So yeah, look at sharing financial responsibilities with siblings, although it's a tough thing to ask. Maybe, you know, tough, the, the big challenges are always tough things to do. The easy things are easy, right? Um, yeah, so well, that's it. And you do those hard things for a reason. They're worth doing, but they're challenging. So whether you're talking about finances, which is a hard conversation to have with your parents, imagine having it now with your brothers and sisters and trying to bring them into the fold and you're carrying the burden of your parents. But meanwhile, your, your mooch brother or sister is just sort of enjoying and popping in and out and uh, expects to have you know a payout at the end of the, the whole experience. Mm -hmm. But Meanwhile, you know, there's obviously people are going to be in different financial situations. Right. And that can be understood. You know, mm -hmm. Kelvin, do you find do you have people coming to you with questions like that? Like, how am I supposed to ask my brother for more money to help he, pay for the elderly parent who's living in my house? <laughs> Actually, yeah, I, I get that. Not a, I would say not all the time, but enough frequent, mm -hmm. frequent enough to, to address things like that. And remember, you know, I got my dad's 84. My mom passed away like 15 years ago. And, and you know, I got my brother that lives in Montreal and there's my sisters that live here. And we all kind of take turns in what we kind of do, you know, for my dad. Like my sister buys groceries and things like that. I'll kind of give him a call to check up and see what's happening. So I think each sibling needs, you know, takes um whatever they whatever they see fit to do do that's all i can tell you some mm -hmm. some are better off financially some are not some are better off to drop by and say hi because they got time so i think whatever you can do 
to make life easy for your mom and dad and for your kids, I, I would do without sac- without you know giving up you, right? Yeah. Kind of and thing. find a way, I guess, to play to your strengths. Some people might be mm-hmm. financial. Some of it may be right. for time and yeah. uh, and caregiving. So that's always part of it. And we'll continue talking about being in the middle of that sandwich generation as we continue here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Don't forget, you can book an appointment. That's a... You, uh, click on the schedule a call link on askkelvin.ca and you can set up a call right now to chat with Kelvin. So that's askkelvin.ca. That's ask askkelvin.ca. Click on schedule a call and you can book an appointment to chat with Kelvin about your money life, about some of these situations where you find yourself in the middle of a sandwich in that sandwich generation. More of your life, your money, continuing here on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And welcome back to Your Life, Your Money right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. AskKelvin.ca is the website. That's AskKelvin.ca. And you can schedule a call there to talk to Kelvin anytime. Just uh, look at the times that he has available. You find the time that you're available. You click on that time. You make an appointment and you will have a chat with Kelvin. That's AskKelvin.ca. AskKelvin.ca. He is the money guy. Kelvin, the money guy. That's what we call him. And that is what he is here to talk to you about here today. We've been talking about the sandwich generation. And as we wrap up the hour, Kelvin, I think that uh, we've touched on some very important points, talking about sharing financial responsibilities, talking about encouraging adult children to contribute, talking about understanding your parents' financials, trying to sort of pull away the cobwebs and make sense of their ledgers and abacuses and other such things that they're using to keep (laughs) track of their finances, and also organizing and updating your own financial records. But as we move into it, we've got one more point that you want to get to. And and I think, you know, of all the points, they're all important. But I think this one is maybe a little bit more important. You know, get the estate planning in order. You know, do you have a will, actually? Um, do your parents have one? Um, you know, how can you make sure that your kids are taken care of in case of the unforeseenable? You know, these are all important questions to ask yourself and good reason to get your estate planning in order sooner than later because you never know, right? Ensure... Do you know ensure that you have all your important documents, you know, for uh, both your parents and your own family? We tend to just keep everything all over the place, right? And then when something tragic happens, we go, Oh my god, you know, where's the will? Is there a trust? Is there any arrangement for um, advanced care? Where's the life insurance? The, who's the power of attorney and the mm-hmm. executor to do all these things for us? We have no idea, we don't do it, you know. And that's why I say you work with, uh, you know, with a financial advisor who, you know, will work with clients to ensure that the estate planning documents are up to date. You know, all the pieces that work together with a goal of reduce, with the goal of reducing the family stress when these things may happen in the future. It's, I guess it's always planning ahead, you know, looking, you know, I, I think you don't want to look backwards. You know, there's a reason why the windshield is bigger 
than the rearview mirror, mm-hmm. right? That's <laughs> so right. I don't, yeah, you don't want to always look backwards. You want to look forward. So, so I think, you know, if you're concerned about your finances, you know, make an appointment to speak with your financial advisor. If you don't have one, you can always call me. There's, there's lots of them around, right? But speak to your advisor. You know, they can help you get to a place of confidence so that you'll feel better about your, fan, your family's financial future, right? Not only will they offer you a second opinion on your current financial plan, but they will work with you to develop a, a strategy, a new strategy maybe to manage your finances as your goals may change, as things may change with your parents. Like I say, we're in this language generation so maybe some of the goals we had planned out maybe 10 years ago is not aligned now because we never thought, geez, my mom and dad is in their 80s. What am I going to do? So work with your financial advisor to help you put all these ducks in, in order and you will be fine. And that's a big thing is always sort of that plan changing and adapting. And you've got to stay on top of that and make sure that you've got mm-hmm. a little bit of wiggle room to, to do that. And having a financial advisor on your side helps you with that. Right. And, and many, many of our parents, I would say, you know, they own a home or maybe two or a cottage. And now they're going to be hit with this huge capital gains tax because prices have gone out of whack. Mm-hmm. How does this how does the kids now deal with this? How do we pay that? You know, so I like I say, get in touch with your advisor and let them sit. You sit with them and plan out your money life and you'll be fine. Terrific. Thank you, Kelvin, for all of your help helping us navigate what it's like to be in that sandwich position with our parents, with our kids, trying to take care of everybody and trying to make sure that we can still have our own retirement plan and our own life because you still want to enjoy your life. You still want to thrive. You still want to be able to do, remember vacations? You still want to be able to do (laughs) these things. Maybe go to a ball game or a hockey game. There's stuff out there that we can do again that we'd love to be able to do. And having a financial plan helps us not only take care of the things we need, but those things we want as well. And I think that that's a huge thing to remember. Mm. And remember, you can always book an appointment with Kelvin for a quick chat on the phone Schedule a call is the link on his website, askkelvin.ca. That's ask askkelvin.ca. And you get a complimentary 30-minute call with Kelvin by booking an appointment there today. That's askkelvin.ca. Kelvin, thanks again for another great show. Stay tuned to Global News Radio. 640 Toronto. The preceding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto.